Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry, that would, that's for a Democrat show. Let me know when you're ready. Was an extremely great conservative commentator. We're tearing it up on Wednesday night. This is awesome. This will allow me to retort. Well, this is Jersey Joe for uh, the Reverb Comic Sense show. I'm on shrmedia.com. Actually, I just totally screwed up. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome to the Reaver of Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joan. I'm here to make sense out of the senseless. The Jersey Tokeover is here. We have expanded at two hours every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to watch a broadcast, it's easy. Just go to Reaver.one. That's R-E-A-V-E-R dot O-N-E and click on the S-H-R TV button. You can go to uh, YouTube. Pretty easy there. Everybody knows how to use YouTube. Just search for S-H-R Media and you're good to go. Lastly but not leastly, you can go to Facebook. And just look up Reaver of Common Sense. Yo, Sarge, what's going on? How are you doing? Let's see where I'm at. Checking on the feeds, make sure, you know, one-man operation, it gets a little tricky. You know, when it first starts up, I got to make sure everything's up and running. Get a little dicey. Make sure that's up and running. Facebook, YouTube. All right, so far, so good. Not going to check check everything out. And uh, oh, let's see, where are we? Ah, oh. ah. Oh. UC Berkeley. UC Berkeley poll. Now this is really goddamn scary. of Californian Democrats oppose free speech. Doesn't shock me. Doesn't shock me. Sickens me. A no... Like I can talk today. A new poll conducted by the University of California, Berkeley, reveals that a majority of California Democrats oppose the First Amendment right of freedom of speech and assembly, at least as it applies to quote-unquote extreme right-wing groups. A plurality, 46% of all Californians, feel the same way. 
The San Jose Mercury News reports 46% of California voters say we've gone too far in allowing white nationalists to demonstrate while 43% say the rally should not be restricted and 11% had no opinion. And Democrats especially appear to be grappling with the complex issue in deep blue California. In the wake of violent protests from Charlottesville to Berkeley, more than half, a full 53% of California Democrat voters, believe we have gone too far in allowing those demonstrations. Some 50% of California Republic, meanwhile, Republicans, meanwhile, believe the right to demonstrate should not be restricted compared with the 39% of Democrats. It, it doesn't surprise me. Doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, the polls results reportedly surprised the pollster who conducted it. I would have thought the liberals would be defending the right to demonstrate in general. That was your grandfather's liberals. They have gone full-fledged communist and don't want anything to do with giving the other side opposing view a free form. And as we know, they love to come up with the accusations and, you know, all the isms and phobias. That's all they got. That's all they have. They cannot fight our... It's like my goatee's going a little wild today. Wasn't a little bit ago. Drives me nuts. The poll's result reportedly surprised them, but according to the Sacramento Bee, which reported the polling data in further detail, 58% of those describing themselves as liberals said that America had gone too far in allowing white nationalist group to hold public demonstration. The poll was conducted among 1,200 registered voters with a margin of error of 4%. The results come as UC Berkeley prepares to host a series of conservative speakers later this month, including former Breitbart Tech editor Milo, who was prevented from speaking on campus in February after Antifa activists and left-wing students rioted. Police are expecting similar violence, and they need to shut it down and shut it down quick because they have learned that if they throw their little hissy fit, they get what they want. And that's exactly what happened in Berkeley. They shut it down for safety reason. And they they basically won. You know, they were complaining about um, Trump saying that both sides were just as at fault in Charlottesville was giving a win to the the white supremacists. Well, shutting down um, these events because they don't like them is giving them a win, whether it's for safety or not. I'm sorry, the police, and therefore, need to step it up and protect those. That is the type of groups that they are there to protect. And just because someone says they're white supremacists doesn't make them a white supremacist. That's what pisses me off. So many people buy into, oh, they got to be white supremacists. 
The Democrats called him a white supremacist. That's all they ever say. It does not surprise me. And at Esther, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, someone needs to sue the shit out of that place. You know, you can't just go around defa- um, accusing people of this, ruining their reputations, ruining their careers. We need to stop that. Yes, there's freedom of speech, but you can't go around. Uh, what is it? Defamation. You can't. It's not right. And yes, it is costing people money. And we got two major corporations that are jumping on the bandwagon and going along with it. And that would be YouTube, which is what? Google, Facebook. Actually, more than two. You got Facebook, Twitter. Hell, you got a group of actors and actresses trying to buy Twitter just so that they can ban Donald Trump. Think about that. Could you imagine if a bunch of us conservatives tried to buy Twitter so we could shut down Obama from using Twitter? Think of the um think of the, the outcry. Problem is conservatives don't go on the offense like liberals do. I'm not saying we make false accusations, but what we need to do is make a big fuss, hold them to their standards. It's one of the rules for radicals. You got to hold them to a higher standard. That's what they did. And it, it's they failed from that. Cuz part of it <laughs> I know you did. Um, Part of it is when you hold someone to a higher standard, you also have to be at a higher standard so that they can't come back at you. Well, the Democrats have dropped their standards. They think they're untouchable. Now, in a related news, the Berkeley City Council voted 6-3 to three on Tuesday to allow police to use pepper spray for crowd control. The council had banned police from using pepper spray for 20 years. UC Berkeley is known as the birthplace of campus free speech movement in the 1964. Well, in 1964. In recent years, it has struggled to uphold the principles that movement at least would regard to conservative views and speakers. Could you imagine the outrage if we said, no, Antifa can't speak. They're too far left-wing. They're too far extremists. They can't speak. They're causing too much violence. They can't speak. Holy shit. The uproar that would happen. The drum beating Pelosi would be doing. Screaming how, you know, Trump's trying to kill Antifa by not letting them speak. You have Schumer up there crying. (laughs) It's not right. It's so mean. Yeah, but let it happen to conservative groups. And and, and where the hell is the Democrats? 
Can you find them? Hell no. They don't give a shit when it happens to someone else. Just as basically in real life, they don't give a shit about me and you. Even conservative, most of these politicians don't give a shit. And yes, I do believe Donald Trump actually cares. From the stories I've heard of people that worked with him, he's a hard ass. But he actually cares. And all you hear from the Democrats That's it. Nothing more. That's all you hear. Dead silence. And it's... It's sickening. It is absolutely sickening. And they're supposed to be the champions. They call themselves the champions of um, civil rights and all that. Yeah. Doesn't seem they're a champion of shit. I was hoping that updating that software helped sound. I'm not sure if it did or not. Now, State Department dumped Benghazi security contractors 12 days before the attack. Doesn't shock me. A State Department security contract said that it was asked to provide security at the U.S. consulate in Benghazi after a rival company failed to do the job just 12 days before the terror attack of September 11, 2012, which claimed the lives of four Americans. Four Americans. Hillary's big accomplishment. What they don't realize is that is what really hurt Hillary. That is exactly what hurt Hillary. Benghazi. My father didn't get involved in politics. Did not get involved in politics. Until... September 11th, 2012. I watched him, tears in his eyes, because they got left. It pissed him off that our government, Obama, Hillary, left our men and women to die. 
And, and that that pissed off a lot of people. And she thinks it needs to go to the wayside. You know, what's that famous, what difference does it make? Hillary, it made a lot of difference, didn't it? It made a difference between you being president and you being a sore loser. There's a lot of cover-up. Now, my question is, that still is unanswered. Where was Obama that night? Where was Obama? We know why it was covered up. He was in the middle of re-election and just said that ISIS and terrorism was done with. We had defeated it. And he's running for a second term. If the truth came out that we had a major attack and four Americans were killed, do you think he would have won re-election? The cover-up will continue for years. Democrats will do everything they can to cover that up. And I got some Hillary stuff coming up later on again. Of course I do. Her new book is giving material upon material. And her comments are... I'll give you a little uh, heads up. One of her comments is she said Comey should have asked permission... Comey should have asked permission to look into her emails. Yeah, my settings are slightly off, and I just, tell you the truth, it doesn't bother me that much. (laughs) I hate to put it that way. It doesn't bother me enough to, I'm pretty sure everybody knows I have a green screen. I don't have the top equipment, and uh, I don't know, it just, that little blur to the right of me. But and this is one of the major events that cost her an election. And especially when she sat down in a hearing and screamed, what difference does it make? That really screwed her. Let's see if I can find it. Let's see. Own that within days, and, and they they didn't know that. With all due respect. The fact is, we had four dead Americans. Was it because of a protest, or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? What difference at this point does it make? It is our job to figure out what happened and do everything we can to prevent it from ever happening again, Senator. Now, honestly, I will do my best to answer your questions about this, but the, the fact is that people were trying in real time to get to the best information. The... And that's a bunch of bullshit because now we know 
that they were watching everything unfold. Hillary was watching all the events unfold from a drone and never sent a single person in to help. They watched as those mortars dropped. But what difference does it make? Well, it makes a big difference, Hillary. And as I said, it means the difference between you being president and you being a sore loser. You're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio. We will be right back. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were a common sense hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't, BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. You got a business. That, you didn't build that. A team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying cat from the stupid pro. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. drunk. Also starring Sako as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on SHR Media. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show, also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR Broadcasting 
sackheadsradio at gmail.com. This is Jersey Joe, host of the Reverb Common Sense, and you're listening to shrmedia.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guide. Because truth is not always pleasant. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reverb Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joan. I'm here to make sense out of the senseless. The Jersey expansion is here. It has expanded to two hours from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio. And if you want to watch a live stream, it's so easy, so easy, a liberal could do it. Just go to Reverb.one. That's R-E-A-V-E-R dot O-N-E. Click on the SHR TV button. And you'll be right there. And you'll even be in the chat room. Or you can go to YouTube and search SHR Media. Don't forget, hit subscribe. Keep up with a date on all the great shows we have here at SHR Media. And last but not least, you can go to Facebook. Just search Reverb Common Sense. Don't forget to hit like also to keep up to date. So uh, we started talking about the State Department dumped Benghazi's security contractors 12 days before the attack. Torres Advance Enterprise Solution, a large Virginia-based security and private military contracting firm, uh, stated that the State Department approached the company less than two weeks before Ambassador Chris Stevens and three other Americans were brutally murdered. Blue Mountain Group, the small Welsh security contractor to which the State Department initially awarded the contract over Tories' bid early in the year, was allegedly failing on the job. Tories, which is owned and operated by U.S. Special Force veterans Jerry Tories, was initially denied the contract. Before Benghazi, Tories had provided armed security or armed guards for United States embassies in Iraq, Afghanistan, and throughout the world. Blue Mountain, which is based in Wells, was apparently largely unknown in private contracting circles that were hired to work for the United States until a fatal attack on September 11, 2012. If we had been awarded that contract to protect the embassy compound in Benghazi, those men would still be alive today. Bradley Owens, the political affairs officer for Torres, stated, 
Owen said that on August 12, 2012, just six months after Blue Mountain won the State Department contract for Benghazi, State Department official Jan asked Tories director, hey, can Tories perform in Libya? Owens added, we were asked 12 days before the attack if we could come in and take over security so they knew it wasn't safe. Wait, it gets worse. Well, of course, said yes. I got an email from our director of operations. We were going to rent a compound that was half a kilometer from the compound in Benghazi. We were going to have a six-man team on the ground that were all XPAT. And because of the work we were doing in Libya pre and post war, we had a lot of friends who were Libyans and knew how to fight. John Teagan, one of the uh, CIA contractors that responded to Benghazi and co author of the 13 Hours, the inside account of what really happened in Benghazi, stated that the least that at least four of the local Libyans who attacked the US consulate, including guards, working for Blue Mountain. Four, at least four of the people that attacked the consulate were working for Blue Mountain, the Welsh company. And from what I remember reading is they didn't have the personnel to handle the contract. So they just threw out and like an ad in the paper asking anybody if they wanted the job. They hired anybody and everybody without background checks or knowing who the hell they were. Blue Mountain basically hired enemy combatants to come in and they got a great look at their target because they were on the inside. Many of the local Libyans who attacked the consulate on the night of September 11, 2012 were the actual guards that the State Department under Hillary Clinton hired to protect the consulate in Benghazi, Tegan said last year. The guards were unvetted and were locals with basically no background at all in providing security. Most of them never held a job in security in the past. In addition, Owens said that the Blue Mountain contractor guarding the consulate were armed with batons. The security situation had deteriorated, so the Benghazi contract never should have been an unarmed contract. Owen said he told the State Department that it would take it would have taken 30 days for the company to arrive on the scene and be ready to perform. They would have had to end the contract with Blue Mountain and give it to us. It would have taken us a month month to get set up. Owen said that it has decided to speak out about Benghazi because the five year anniversary of the attack and because it was released from his excuse me he was released from his non disclosure agreement last year. We want the system fixed. We want people punished. We want justice for Benghazi, he added. I could have been one of those guys. My number one mission right now is to get word out about what happened, Owens declared. Asked why he waited so long to come out with a story, he said, we waited to come forward because he knew we would get no traction under the previous administration. Now that Trump's in the White House with the new administration, we believe they will take action and make things right. Owens also questioned the process through which Blue Mountain had been awarded the initial contract. In 2013, a Freedom of Information Act request by Judicial Watch revealed that Vizentainer had told Blue Mountain Group not to speak to the media after the attack. 
Now, Tories has stated that the United States ambassador is dead and nobody is held accountable for it. Asked if five years after the attack, Benghazi could, the attack in Benghazi could happen again. He said, oh, absolutely. Nothing has changed. He was also told by this uh, Vaz Tainer not to speak to the media. Nothing's changed. And even uh, during all these meetings we had and um, Democrats, well, we want to get to the bottom of it so we can make the correct changes so that this never happens again. And nothing has been changed. They're still doing business as usual. Four Americans were murdered. And nothing has been done. It just... Four Americans were left to die. Well, many Americans were left to die. Four died. And it's still... pisses me off that that we lost Ambassador Chris Stevens for no reason Chris Stevens loved Libya loved it Sean Smith he was an IT specialist an IT specialist And if memory serves me correct, he died protecting Chris Stevens. Tyrone Woods and Glenn Doherty were killed in mortar attacks back at the CIA compound. Then I remember that. That right there is when I started. I had always been quiet about politics. I'd always been quiet about politics because of my job. And I was pretty much done because of my injuries. But I remember, I just, I, I, even if it was because of a video, it pissed me off. Because that's all the information that was out there. And I still didn't believe it was just because of a video. But I remember I put this big long rant. And I was waiting for my friends on Facebook and all these people to jump all over me. And they actually liked it. Because it basically went along the lines. Is Even if some director did an anti-Muslim film. Let's even say if... Well, he did do... He was an ex-Muslim. But let's say there was a protest. And it was over that. It still wouldn't have given them the right to attack our consulate over a video. They attacked Christianity on a nonstop basis. They attacked, or excuse me, they attack Christ on a constant basis. But then they get upset. Oh my God, you said something about the Muslim. You said something about Muhammad. 
Yeah, you attack Christianity nonstop. So I went on a tirade of, even if it had to deal with the video, who gives a shit? There's no reason that that should have been allowed to happen. And why, why did we not send reinforcement? That's the big thing. Everybody's like, well, we've had a, we've had consulate attacked and uh, ambassadors killed before. Yeah, you jackass. Thanks for playing the game and thanks for repeating, um, or excuse me, parroting talking points. Because what you don't talk about, well, when they died in Bush administration, we didn't make a big fush out of it. Yeah, because backup was also sent, you fucking moron. We didn't sit on our hands and watch as Americans were murdered. That is the difference. We didn't come out, because of video... Do you know how stupid you liberals sound when you come? Well, there's been attacks in other uh, consulates, and we don't make a fuss over it. We send in reinforcements. There's a rapid response team. One of their main, if only, job is to go into embassies when needed. Why was Libya, why was Benghazi so unguarded but yet, if you go to fucking France, in Paris, France, the embassy there is one of the, it's like fucking Fort Knox. And don't tell me because they don't want us having weapons. It's our property. It's U.S. territory. It is not theirs. Agreements are put in place that if we have attacks, we will be spending, we will be sending in response teams. That's all done previously before even putting in those embassies. Those countries know if attacked, they will be sending in response teams. So all the excuses, that's what they were. And and all these talking points make it sound worse. Four Americans were murdered underneath Hillary. You know what? Anybody think that it was karma biting her in her fucking ass? I'm pissing me off. And it goes back to the first couple shows I did were recorded. Pre-recorded old podcasts I put out. One of the main first live shows I done a couple live shows just to get used to it but my main first live show uh, I interviewed um, Chris Pronto one of the co-authors for 13 hours Um, he was there and he survived it Sit down and talk to him about what happened. And he doesn't get into the politics. He tells you what happened that night, what they were asking for, what they got. They had to get their own ride out. Even after knowing that everything was going on and a jet came in that wasn't big enough to take out the ambassador's body, 
they still had to basically get a plane. <laughs> What's even worse, the people that flew them out were military personnel of Libya that were loyal to Muammar Gaddafi that we overthrew. We overthrew Muammar Gaddafi and their military guys were still more active than Hillary Clinton was in getting those guys out of there, helping them. You're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, and we will be right back. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were a common sense hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't, BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. You got a business. That, you didn't build that. A team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying Cap from a stupid promo. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. Absolutely. Also starring Sako as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackhead's Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on SHR Media. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show, also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR Broadcasting Radio at gmail.com. 
this is Jersey Joe, host of the Reverb Common Sense, and you're listening to SHRmedia.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guide. Because truth is not always pleasant. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver of Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm here to make sense out of the senseless. The the Jersey Takeover is here. We have expanded to two hours every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to watch a live stream, it's easy. Just go to Reaver.one, click on the SHR TV button, or you can go to brain fart (laughs) youtube look up shr media or you can go to facebook and uh search for reverb common sense and with that it's it's wonderful day in the neighborhood wonderful day I, I'm just. Still amazed by Hillary thinking she can murder four people and just walk away from it. I just. I don't know. But it is what it is. Ding, 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 ding. It's, I don't know. DHS cuts red tape to immediately begin border wall construction. To move quickly, to, to more quickly begin construction... Constructing uh, President Trump's wall plan along the U.S.-Mexico border, the Department of Homeland Security is cutting red tape that would otherwise delay the project. DHS announced this month that the agency issued a waiver that allows for the expeditious construction of barriers in the vicinity of the international border near Calexico and California, I should say. But... uh, The announcement removed legal obstructions that came in the form of environmental and land management federal regulations. What makes me laugh is um, I seem to remember 
a uh, certain governor, oh, we're going to stop this wall from being built in California. We're going to sue, 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 sue. We're going to do so many environmental protection lawsuits and uh, it'll never get built. Well, there's little... Um, there's a um, couple laws that were put in place. I think back in the 80s, <laughs> that allows for uh, expedition of um, the the building of the wall. And it's just, it's like, ha you got screwed, you got screwed. I just, what the hell were they thinking? That's the problem, they weren't thinking. They were not thinking at all. They just they did. They don't think it's. They just go around doing whatever they want. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Oh, let's see where we at. Oh. Got a little off track there, I know. Uh, DHS officials stated in a statement, this current waiver covers certain border infrastructure projects in the United States Border Patrol El Centro sector, a critical sector for border security. In fiscal year 2016 alone, the United States Border Patrol apprehended more than 19,400 illegal aliens and seized approximately 2,899 pounds of marijuana. Why do they say approximately 2,899 that sounds like more of an exact number where uh, we uh, confiscated 2,900 pounds or we roughly, you see, approximately 3,000 pounds. You know, that approximately, not, that wasn't approximated. And uh, appropriately, uh, 126 pounds of cocaine. Maybe I could use some right now. Holy shit. Man, today I was like laying on the couch. <laughs> Kept falling asleep today. I couldn't stop myself. The El Centro sector remains an area of high illegal entry and replacing the existing fencing, which was built in the 1990s and no longer meets the Border Patrol's operational needs in a high priority. To begin to meet the needs for additional border infrastructure in this area, DHS will implement a border fence replacement project. This project will focus on an approximately three-mile segment of the border within the El Centro sector that starts at the Calexico West Port of Entry and extends westward, replacing approximately two miles of the existing primary pedestrian fence with a new bollard wall. Congress funded the project in the fiscal year 2017 in the DHS Appropriation Act. Under the helm of DHS Acting Secretary Elaine Duke, uh, the agency is following through on Trump's border security and immigration enforcement. Oh, man. <clears throat> it, it, the expediting of the southern border wall construction is part of the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigration Responsibility Act, which was passed by Congress in 19... 
96 to give DHS more leverage in constructing physical barriers and illegal immigration deterrence along the border wall. The 1996 law, for instance, gave DHS the ability to waive federal regulations in order to move more quickly construct a border wall to deter illegal immigration from high-traffic area of the U.S.-Mexico border. Damn. It... I don't understand how or why I should say the Democrats, I mean, there's no good reason why they want to block the wall. There's no good reason whatsoever. All it comes down to is they think and I don't understand because the polls are showing the majority of the people want a border wall. I, 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 the people want the border secure, Democrat and Republican alike. It just seems like they think if they can get enough of these illegals, well, of course it keeps up with the, the um, these corporations that want these illegal workers and high immigrants because it lowers the weight, keeps the wages low. Keep in low-skilled workers, you keep the wages down. And you know, Democrats bitch about money being pumped in, but what the hell do you think they're fighting this for? It's not because they want to be nice to Mexico and all these foreigners. It's because corporations are paying the fuck off. Both Democrat and Republican alike. You have friggin' uh, Paul Ryan... Out there, and he's trying to keep the immigration numbers up. Koch brothers want their numbers kept way up. Because then Koch brothers don't have to pay much money. You know, if the Democrats were serious about raising wages, they'd say, yes, let's secure the border. Let's keep the illegal immigrants from coming in. Let's get the Americans back to work. Let's get those wages raised up. No. They don't do that. You'll never see that happen. Democrats don't give a shit. They're they're playing on your heartstrings. And they know that it does that. Because, oh, does it make me, you know, make me a little sad that we have to deport some kids? Yes, it does. It sucks. It really does. There's a lot of laws that suck. But you know what? That is the law. And that's what needs to happen. But they play on your heartstrings and they tug at it. And they try to get you, here you go, just, you know, wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, it would be nice if we can give all these people amnesty. But guess what? They're not going to learn anything, number one. Number two, it's against the law. God, I mean... It's not that hard to understand. It really isn't. 
Oh, I hate YouTube. I really hate YouTube sometimes. I know they're fucking with my videos. I know they are. Because I copy and paste my titles. I just noticed they have the title, the date off. Damn YouTube. Damn you, YouTube! Alright, now we'll fix that little issue. I, I I just they don't the Democrats don't give a rat's ass they don't people they pull on your heartstrings because of rules for radical their little playbook tells them how to do and they know how to play on your heartstrings because I see it with my mother-in-law God she she's got a big heart big heart. But, at the same time, that could be used against her. <clears throat> I feel as if you're listening. I'm not meaning as a negative. You've got a big heart, and that's a good thing. But, with that big heart, people know how to play on those strings. It... Just reading something uh, James O'Keefe just wrote. Um, the articles that come up. Yeah, one of our schools. Um, it's a Lee Mag. It's one of the magnet schools. It was Robert E. Lee. During the hurricane, they had lost power to the school, and they're. Sorry about that. Um, there was power outage in that area, and there was a big boom, and then the school caught fire. And they think, from what I'm understanding, they think that uh, electricity may have popped back on, blew a circuit pay breaker. Um, what the hell? Hold on. Uh, anything is started fire, and the school was an old. I think built in like nineteen twenties, and it burned right down to the ground. So now it's uh, they gotta figure out all the kids where to put them, and they're trying to do it where all the kids stay together. That'd suck if they have to separate the kids. Um. We're going to take a break real quick, and um, you're listening to the Reaver of Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, and we will be right back. Conservative Media 
listening to the SHR Media Network. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were constant hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't, BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. You got a business. That, you didn't build that. A team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying Cap from a stupid pro. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. drunk. Also starring Sako as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackhead's Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on SHR Media. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show, also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR Broadcasting Team. Radio at gmail.com. This is Jersey Joe, host of the Reverb Common Sense, and you're listening to shrmedia.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant.
listening to the SHR Media Network. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reverb Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm well, here to make sense out of the senseless. And we got a special guest calling in. What's up, Crash? How you doing, sir? Are you there? Did you seriously just serve me, you sanctimonious asshole? Are you fucking kidding me? You do you want do you want to put on mute again? Do you want to be put on mute? I can mute you. We can't talk about that on the show now. That's yeah, true. Oh, uh, how's it going, sir? How is it going? Oh, man. What's going, brother? You know how it is. Dog eat dog. Dog eat dog world, and you're wearing bacon underwear? You never have enough bacon. Shit. Bacon. Hey. <laughs> oh, I saw this thing. It said a salad. It's um, gluten free, calorie, low calorie, you know, goes through all this diet stuff, and it just shows a basket of um, bacon. <laughs> I saw that. I was fucking laughing my ass off. Oh, I showed it to my wife, and she's just like bacon. I've got a, uh, I've got a buddy up here. He's, uh, he's working with um, an animal rescue, and it's it's all farm animals. You know, some horses, pigs, chickens, roosters. You know, the whole fucking night. Yeah. But his whole focus, what he's really into, is the pigs. He really just loves pigs. And um, evidently his, uh, his uncle or something was a pig farmer, so it's what he grew up with, you know, blah, this, that, and the other things, whatever. He's a sick, twisted buck. He's named them Bacon Bit, Pork Chop, okay? Uh, the bull is named T-Bone, okay? The chicken coops are original recipe and extra crispy. I mean, the guy is a sick, twisted fuck. Okay, but I made a joke with him. I was like, you know, I was like, I would, you know, maybe, you know, can I come by and adopt a pig or two? He's like, um, no, they're all mine. We're not adopting the pigs out. You can have any other animal you want. I was like, uh, no, I want the fucking pig. He's like, okay, why do you want a damn pig? I was like, mm, Muslim repellent. He's like, stop on by. How many you want? Yes, my <laughs> man. That'll actually get you in trouble. Don't hear any helicopters. I guess I'm good. <laughs> there, there. Uh, someone put a piece of bacon on the door handle of a uh, mosque, and he got put up for um, hate crime. Yeah, BLM saying when we want dead cops, when we want them now, is protected under freedom of speech, and they're not a terrorist organization, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, you know what. No, I agree. I agree, bro. Pisses me off. I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do. All right, you got a fucking problem with it? Look the other goddamn way. Right, it gets crazy anymore. Because you can't do anything without somebody getting upset. Someone getting uh. You know what the thing is? Okay, if it offends you that I put a piece of bacon on your doorknob because you're Muslim and that offends you, okay, fine. I'm sorry. You know what offends me? The fact that you wipe your ass with your fucking bare hand and then try to shake my hand, that offends me. So 
I'll get rid of the bacon if you chop off your fucking hands followed by your head. Can we make a compromise here? I'm willing to compromise. <laughs> the I'm, compromise. Look, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying here. Oh, I know. I know. You're trying. <sighs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. I know. Whatever. Yeah. So what's going on tonight? Uh, I'm getting pissed off at my feeds. Um, and my video feeds. My video feeds. Um, I'm having an issue where the sound will start out great, and it's called a helicopter bug. And as it goes along, it gets choppier and choppier. And now it pisses me off, and I haven't been able to figure out what is causing it, but it's screwing up my um, feeds, the live stream. So uh, let's see. What should we get into? What should we get? into um did you hear the new obamacare uh repeal bill that's going to be put forth oh god Uh, lindsey what is it lindsey graham um cassidy johnson heller and santorum unveiled their legislation on wednesday It, it it will repeal uh the individual and the employer mandate Obamacare's right. medical device tax and the delivery health care dollar. It will deliver the health care dollars to the states so they can design a health care system that works best for their population. So it, un, it, wait, it repeals parts of Obamacare but it hands all those components over to the states so the states can independently redevelop them to their own needs. Yes. So, what one state can make it worse, and another state can make it better, and then yeah, but it, but like it's up to the states to decide what's best. Across state lines, I mean, what the hell? It's I like that it's going to remove the individual and the employer mandate. That's going to allow businesses that been wanting to expand for years that can't. Um, perfect example: there's some cow uh, at a milk farm. And the farmer has said he can expand two or three more farms, but he won't do it because it will put him over the number of employees. And at that point, once he's over the 50 employees, having health care, he would actually lose money by opening up those extra farms for what it costs for health care, for what he would have to pay for health care. So he just doesn't do it. He stays small. He's making enough money. There's a lady, uh, she has a couple of um, hairdressing places, salons. And she said the same thing. She can open up a couple more. But she can't because if she does, it she'll start losing money. Mm-hmm. So she just... Well, that's, that's it, been a complaint since day one. I mean, that, that's nothing new. I don't think that we should be forced to buy a product on health care. I also don't think we should be able to declare, well, nobody should go broke now, because of health care. Yeah. Well, and see, now, and that's, and now that's the catch-22. Now, do I think, do I believe that I should be forced to buy a product? No, I don't. Okay, so let's, let's go with health care. Okay, so should I be forced to buy a product? No, I don't, I don't feel the government should have to, the government should have the ability to force me to buy a product, a.k.a or not AK, but such as healthcare, all right? Um, okay, fine. 
So they shouldn't be able to force me to buy it. However, I do feel that there needs to be protections in place to where if I've got a pre-existing condition, one, you know, the insurer can't drop me and then pick me back up a month later and say, oh, well, it's pre-existing now, so we don't have to cover it. That's bullshit. That's a tactic that the insurance company has been using for uh, decades to get out of paying for health actually paying for claims, and that's bullshit. I agree. I don't think that should be allowed. So there's a catch-22. Now, sticking with the whole being forced to buy something, again, I don't agree with it. But you want to drive a car, you have to buy insurance. You want to buy a house. Well, in certain portions of the United States, you have to buy flood insurance through the federal government. You have to have extreme storm damage insurance through private insurers if you live in Tornado Alley. You have to. I mean, just to be able to get the mortgage, you have to get these things. I mean, I, I live up in New Jersey, which we're not a hurricane state. We're not even a massive flood state. I mean, we've, we've seen a few recently, but I actually had to get the floodplain maps from the weather service to determine whether or not I was going to be forced to buy flood insurance, which I'm not. But ironically enough, um, based on where I live, based on the maps, if we actually did get the 500-year flood, quote-unquote, the only way I'm getting out of my house is with a boat. So, so, row, okay, row, so row your boat forced. gently down the stream. You know, but at the same time, they use that as a catch-all. The insurance companies actually use it as a catch-all because we went through this with Irene and then Sandy up here where, well, you didn't buy flood insurance, so we don't have to cover your claims. Well, it wasn't the, it wasn't the flood that caused the damage. It was the wind that ripped off part of the roof to the shed well, and that, the garage. You're also getting into where insurance is just a big well, scam within but, itself. But it, was, but it was water. And water is a, is a, and that's a matter of foot. Like, what? And that's how the insurance companies got out of make, got out of paying claims up here. Unless you actually had specific flood insurance through the federal government, you didn't get fucking money. So, I mean, do, do I think I should be forced to buy it? No. But you know what? The federal government, this is this falls underneath, at least in my book, it falls underneath that slippery slope of they've been slowly conditioning us towards it. Okay, you want to buy a house, you have to buy certain insurances. You want to drive a car, you have to buy certain insurances. Now they've just gone to healthcare. It's just the next line. It, it's, it's the next next rest stop, so to speak. I understand that, but still doesn't make it right. And it, 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 saying, I would I'm like to see, because here's right. the thing. They I say they get away with it. Because it's a tax, not a penalty. But a tax is for everybody. Yeah, yeah it's a penalty. That's, yeah, that's stuff. That's stuff that semantics. Do I? Okay. Do I? Just the same as the federal government has the ability to not allow a monopoly, right? Okay. If you have a monopoly and you can price gouge, they can put a stop to it. Do I think that they should be able to have certain regulatory controls over insurance companies bending the little guy over? Yes, I do. Okay, such as pre-existing conditions. Okay, such as certain things. Do I think that they should have a right to do that? Yes, I do. I think that certain things people should be held accountable for it, such as life-saving drugs that 10 years ago, epinephrine, 
the auto-injector for anaphylactic shock was under $100 10 years ago. Now, it's going to $500. Unless, I don't, I haven't been following what's been going on in the Senate, but, and, you know, congressional hearings regarding that price gouging, but do I think the government should step in when companies pull that shit, even if they are a healthcare company? Yes, I do. Uh, if I remember right, they did step in and the company ended up dropping the price, and now they're looking at charges against the company and so forth. Well, you know, they may have dropped the price, but it doesn't change the fact that it's the exact same goddamn drug yeah. that I was paying for a decade ago for under $100, and they dropped the price, but they're still charging over 100 to $200 yeah. per pen. When, okay, what did you change? Not a fucking thing. The formulation's the same, the medicine's the same, the administration route is the same, the mechanisms are the same. Nothing has changed other than you want to line your pockets. You got you got greedy, you got caught, so you're backpedaling. But even still, you're fucking me over. Because I used to be able to buy a double pack for under two hundred dollars. Now it costs double that. And it's been costing double that. When they got caught was when they went for quadruple. Yeah. When they got a little too greedy. Okay. But also, the price the we paid, yes. if you look at starting in the 90s, we paid a higher price because a deal was struck. The Democrats struck up a deal with the insurance companies that we would get charged more money so that Canada and uh, the European Union can get lower well, cost. Yep, and that was the next thing I was going to bring up is there is no reason why we shouldn't be able to get drugs from the EU or your, or Canada. And the one thing with, okay, we're paying higher so they get cheaper medicine, that's the one thing that keeps pissing me off about this whole, well, you know, uh, you know, socialized medicine works in Europe, but they never point out the fact that the whole reason it works is it's being subsidized by us. Yeah. So what happens when we go to that system? Okay, the EU is already collapsing. All right, that's been no. shown. All right. They got the too reason, big for the bridges. The medical system is still even anywhere near anywhere near where it's at is because we're subsidizing it mm -hmm. with our money. So what happens when we go to the same system? Who subs to oh wait, that's right, nobody. Because when shit happens in the United States, the UN's not in here with all their peacekeeping troops and all their aid. All right. The American Red Cross maybe does 10 to 20 percent what they'll give to any other nation in the fucking world. We're essentially on our fucking own because that's the American way. And you know what? I'm fine with that. I don't have a fucking problem with that. But at the same time, stop telling me I have to fucking donate to some kid in fucking Kenya or whatever else because they want to go to Harvard. Kiss my fucking ass. Well, it also what I find funny is when Obama came in, you know, he wants us to start going more socialized. One of the reasons that Europe was able to be so socialism and have all these great programs is they didn't have to worry about their military. Why? Because the U.S. was protecting the, the European Union. Well, here comes Obama starts pulling everything out. European Union goes, oh, shit, we have to start upping our military. Oh, we got to start taking some shit away from our people now. It... it, it I, it's it's a joke anymore. Oh, the whole thing's a fucking joke. I mean, it's, it's the problem is it's been a joke for so goddamn long. Nobody even knows what the punchline is anymore. Exactly. It's it's getting scary. It really is what's going on, and our politicians playing games like uh, we're pawns or something, and we're real people, and it's going to backfire on them one day, hopefully.
All right, we're going to take a quick break. Um, let's see where we at. Uh, you're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, and we will be right back. Listening to the SHR Media Network. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. You have been listening to Reaver Constance, hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't, BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon, only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. You got a business. That, you didn't build that. A team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying Catherine is stupid, bro. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. drunk. Also starring Sako as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on shrmedia.com. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show. Also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR broadcasting team. Sackheadsradio at gmail.com. This is Jersey Joe, host of the Reverb Common Sense, and you're listening to SHRmedia.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. 
It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver of Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm glad to have Crash with us today. And we're going to try to make sense out of the senseless. Oh, don't forget, coming up, top of the hours. Hang on, top of the hours is going to be the Sackheads radio show hosted by BZ, Sackhead clint and sackhead sean they'll be coming up at 11 o'clock eastern standard time which is what eight o'clock uh eight o'clock pacific standard time something like that you said they're coming out at 11 o'clock eastern yeah yeah right yeah it's eight o'clock unless you're in no right now arizona is still on a three hour yeah sorry forgot yeah, to carry the one. <laughs> oh, I do have to talk about one at 8, 8, 8 p.m. Uh, specific standard time, BZ said. You have to be specific standard time. Specific or specific? <laughs> he said specific. And now my daughter did say, instead of saying my wife was, um, uh, uh, that she had to be specific, but she told my wife she had to be Pacific. So we asked if she had to be an ocean, and she stumped into her room with a red face. Wait, your wife stopped in the room? No, my daughter. Your kid did. My, my daughter did. Uh, I was going to Be- say, if your, wife outs- I mean, if your daughter outsmarted your wife, that's fucking classic. Oh, that does happen. That's funny. No, my, uh, 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 my daughter's got a quick mouth on her. It's scary how quick her mouth is. It's like, oh, shit, we're in trouble. Okay, okay well, I reported on this yesterday. And um, the full SCOTUS has ruled to keep the Trump travel ban in place until October when they hear the full case. They have overridden the Ninth and Fourth Circuit Courts, where the Ninth and Fourth Circuit Court tried to override the Supreme Court, which is kind of funny. They tried to override SCOTUS, and SCOTUS came along and said, Here's the funny thing. This is what I find truly ironic about this entire thing, about the travel ban. Ah, I'm sorry to cut you off. No. This is really what I find comical about the whole damn thing. Is generally speaking, you go through the whole process, and if you still don't get the answer you like or the answer you feel is correct, you end up with the Supreme Court of the United States. And then whatever they rule, that's the ruling. Yet, with, no, there's still appeals. Just like anything else, you know, you can still appeal it. Blah blah blah. Now, once it goes Supreme Court, it's usually oh, okay. But you know, it, I think that that it, at that point you're kind of just like throwing a fucking temper tantrum. I mean, that's really what it is. Um, what I find truly comical is what they're suing over. Is it's not a law. It's not a human rights violation. It's not a violation of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, or anything else. 
it is an executive privilege that is solely in the hands of the President of the United States of America and has been solely underneath his or her control since its foundation, and that is immigration restrictions. That has always been there, and every single president has utilized that power. Yet all of a sudden, when Trump does it, it's now a Supreme Court case? Are you no. fucking kidding me? No, what I find I mean, funny... Just, like, it, and what, I, what really pisses me off is not even the fact that they do that, but then they say, well, they have constitutional rights. Who does? Illegal immigrants. No, <laughs> no they, they don't. don't. Like, what kind of special stupid are you? They're not... Citizens. Well, we are the talking about liberals here. Well, honestly, I, 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 I'm sorry to sound like a complete dickhead, but part of me wants to go to one of these hearings, and as soon as the lawyer stands up for the other side, just start I just laughing. Want to scream INS. I just want to yell INS to see if he fucking runs out of the goddamn room. Because I swear, I mean, it's just. Well, here's what I find funny. So with this travel ban that uh, went into place, the Ninth Circuit, the federal courts, a couple of the judges, liberal judges said, no, you can't do it. Which is funny because they only represent a small portion of a country. But they get to make rules that involve the whole country, which really pisses me off. You had a judge in Hawaii that where they haven't got any of these refugees brought into Hawaii, got to, hang on, got to stay the uh, refugee program. So it goes to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court steps in and says, we're going to hear this case in October, but we're allowing Trump's ban to go into effect. So what happens is Supreme Court overrides all the lower courts. What do people do? They sue again on the same thing and go through the same lower courts, and the lower courts overrule the Supreme Court, which they don't have the power to. So it goes back to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court goes, no, you can't do that. Yeah, see, now that... and. That's what I was going to interject, and that's the bullshit aspect, is there are circuit courts for different areas of the United States. Now, the Ninth Circuit is for D.C., That's but here's the thing. That's for the District of oh. Columbia. Fourth. I, I was thinking Ninth, geogra- sorry. That's for the geographical region, just the same as there's other circuit courts for other geographical regions. It's all broken down into regions. However, the United States Supreme Court. Well, gee, let's let's go ahead and like pull out a dictionary. And I know for a lot of liberals, that's a very difficult thing to do. But actually, look up "supreme" in a dictionary. Yeah, it overrules everything else, motherfucker. Yeah, okay, that is that, that's where it ends. Okay, that's like saying, I mean, why can't I then just say, okay, well, I don't agree with what the um, the Supreme Court's you know, the Supreme Court made a ruling, and uh, Ninth Circuit disagreed with it. But I disagree with the Ninth Circuit, so I'm going to go to the Fourth. Oh, oh, Jersey Joe, you disagree with that? Why don't you go to the Fifth, and then uh, and then somebody else can go to the Sixth? Now, that, that's the whole reason the system is there is to prevent that type of abuse of the system. Yet the problem is we've allowed it to happen. Yes, honestly, that's the problem is the court system has allowed this to occur, so now it is the status quo. And until it is put a stop to, which is it, – it's kind of like a runaway train. It's, a, it's extremely hard to stop the train once it's rolling down the track on a downgrade. 
when it's going downhill, it's damn near impossible to stop. This was set in motion so fucking long ago, and I'm not even going to point out names, but um, there's quite a few, and it's I'm not being a conservative asshole. I will lay blame on both sides, but it's it's been a, it's it's been going on for so long now. It's just how do you even stop it? I mean, it's, it's damn near impossible to stop at this point. But somebody needs to have the cojones to get up in front, and if they can't stop it, at least put an attempt to slow it the fuck down. Certainly the next guy can stop it. You know, yeah. it's the whole thing is a runaway fucking train. It's just it's pretty just much what it is. Um. Anyway, what else you got? Well, we're going to get into Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's been running her mouth. Surprise, oh, surprise. there's a shocker. I thought only uh, Bill's girlfriends ran their mouths. No, they just opened their mouths. Um, it so is dark. amazing the delusion of grandeur this woman has. And that's based, that's the nicest way I can put it. Is she's having a, a, a just alternate realities going on. Uh, she has been blaming anybody and everybody for her losses. Um, oh, let me real quick. Hillary advisor says that the Dems must double down on identity politics. Identity politics has their, um, uh, poll numbers in the toilet. And this woman, this woman thinks doubling down and going even further, you know, is a good thing, which is like, go ahead. You're just going to piss off more people and lose more elections. Um, but Hillary, I hate that. It's pissing off a a large majority of America. But this is the one that really got me is Hillary said that Comey, the director of the FBI should have asked her permission to look at her emails. Yeah, uh, when you have an investigation, the FBI has to ask your permission to look at your stuff. I mean, I, get real, Hillary. Oh, she God. is such an alternate. Um, okay. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Okay, even during an investigation, yes, they do have to request permission to view the material. Yes, they do. Unless they have a fucking warrant signed by a court or a judge, which means... There is the, that's the permission right there. It, it's done. It, it, yes, yeah, it's, it's that's done. let it go. Uh, but this woman is not smart enough to let it go. Uh, no, there's a shocker. Dang. Trying to find. I have a video to play, and I can't remember where I put the damn thing. That's not in documents. Oh, you wanted to talk about Hillary, so. Yeah, there was there was just it's something I saw today that's just was like, are you kidding me? It was just like a. She had some type of fucking brain fart. Or, uh, this woman's on a permanent I, brain fart. I, I, you know, I think that's what it was. It was just it. There was something I watched today that had to do with the whole fucking blame game. Yeah, I mean, everybody is at fault for her losing. It's everybody's fault. 
it's uh, the news corps fault it's the dnc's fault it's this person that person it's I, what was it one, one of the groups was um white suburban women or no white suburban moms are you fucking kidding me what was the one comment she you're, made? You're a piece of shit. You lied. You broke the laws. She got four and people killed and then said, what me. difference does it make? Yeah. I honestly, I, which is, I, I actually, you know what? Now that she said that, I'm actually halfway tempted. And I, oh God, I know, I know I'm going to hate doing it. But I'm actually halfway tempted to go to one of these book signings. If it didn't cost you two thousand, yeah, that's hold on. Let, let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. How many book signings do you know where you, yeah, you know, that you have to pay the person to get a signing? Usually, you buy the book and that's it, and you get like eleven seconds with her. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for that aspect, if it was just me having to throw away twenty five dollars or whatever the fucking jacked up price of the damn book is, I would probably do it just for the simple reason of walking up to her and asking for her autograph, and then when I opened up the book, have already written on the inside cover, you lost the election. At this point, what difference does it fucking make just to have her sign below it, just to have her do that? I, I would love- that would be worth the, to me, that would be worth 25 bucks. I want to know. She came out with a comment, and I can't find it now. That um, when Comey came out and with the investigation, and um, what it did is allowed the husbands to make their wives vote against her. And right there, that said, wait a minute. So what she said is these women are not strong enough that they allow a man to tell them how to vote. That that's real good. That's real good. That's you think a lot of the women that that they got told how to vote. Nice. Hey, and BZ also said there are only three things Hillary has not blamed, and in no particular order: sunspots, title pull, and various prairie winds. She hasn't blamed farts. It, it, the thing is, next, next, it's gonna, it's gonna be Bart Simpson's fault next. You know, I mean, the Simpsons did it. Yeah. Uh, she's blamed anything and everything except for herself. She came out and she's trying to defend her comment, where she called half of the American citizens deplorable. No time ever have I ever seen a candidate attack the constituents. They've attacked the other. The, the the other candidate, but never the constituents. That right there, I know Democrats that heard that and said, no, 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 I was going to vote for her, but that is despicable. I've seen, literally, they've walked away because of that comment. Uh, but the thing is, she grouped together, I mean, she essentially said, if you disagree with any one of my fact points, which change on a daily basis, mind you, you are in the basket of deplorables. It, she didn't just put half of the country there. She put the entire country there. You know, I, I, that's the thing. You know, I mean, it, it didn't matter if you were, if, if you're, 
you, know, you want secure borders. Okay, you're deplorable. Um, you believe in the right to bear arms. You're deplorable. You're, deplorable. You you're against abortion. The right uh, of free speech, uh, the right of abortion. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, not the right, but the uh, but, um, but having an abortion and when it should or should not uh, be taking place, you're deplorable. If um, you don't think that the pay gender gap is a real thing, you're deplorable. If you disagree with Bill Nye, the non-science science guy's views on global warming, you're deplorable. If you, I mean, come on, really? You alienate most of the country's voting populace, legal voting populace, and then you cry that nobody voted for you? And let's not forget what I mean, difference does it make uh, leaving I, four Americans what, to die. What, what kind of special stupid is this person? I, mean, I, I wonder. I really do. Oh, and here's that comment she made. Hillary's or Comey's letter hurt me among women. It allowed husbands to tell wives she's going to be in jail. So women are not smart enough and strong enough. Yeah. I mean, that's what. Yeah, because. I mean, that's what she's saying, isn't it? Brother, you do remember the political outrage in my house when who I voted for, who my wife voted for, came out. In that, in between our four walls, yeah, yeah, because I have that control over my fucking wife. Are you kidding me? I know, and, and, and but it, it basically and said you know women what? don't have the strength to stand you know up what? for themselves. If women, if, if she, if she's going to base everything on women being that weak, then I'm sorry. If you have to have everything handed to you, yep. then you know what? I don't have any sympathy for you. Pick your fucking self up and do shit. My wife. She's provided for herself. I'm teaching my daughters to provide for themselves. I'm teaching them to be strong, independent individuals. And yes, they are female. And there's nothing wrong with that. But this whole scapegoat shit, I mean, honestly, it's nothing different than, oh, oh well, uh, we need reparations because uh, there's a possibility that you know somebody in your family might have owned a slave at some point, so you need to give me your house. I love that. Uh, you got to give the house up. No, I don't. No, I don't. It's an absolute. Well, evidently, according to the person that said that, it was a Facebook rant, not an article. It wasn't meant to be taken serious. It was telling cheat, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't to incite violence. She's getting called out and backpedaling. And and it's funny in so many in one interview she blamed so many people and just this was a deter- um, Weiner's laptop was a determining factor in her defeat. Yeah, sending top secret emails to a sex offender is definitely something big and wrong. I mean, the list I can't even remember all the issue negative issues with Hillary because it's so fucking long. It's unbelievable. Now she's sitting back all shocked. But you know what? She showed what the difference is. She showed what it is to win and lose graciously. Oh, oh, you know what? That's what it was. Now I remember the comment that she made. They were talking about her new book. She was doing something on, I don't know, CBS, CN. The fiction of this book is unbelievable. Go ahead. But she she was doing something about the book. Okay. And she was saying how... 
um, they asked her, the person doing the thing asked, you know, about her running again. And she said, no, absolutely not. I, I, I will never again run for politics. I will never run for another position. I'm not out of politics. I will continue to be involved in the political process. However, I will never again run for office. I will not run for the presidency or any other public office because it's become very apparent now that if I do, all they're going to do is attempt to dismantle this great, wonderful, and I can't remember all the other crap-ass words that she used that don't apply to the corrupt organization that is the Clinton Foundation, <laughs> but essentially saying that they are going to – that's what they're attacking. You know, By her running, they're trying to undo all the good work what that good? her agency does. What good? I mean it's been proven time and time again her money Yeah. More money it's like 90% of the money goes to salaries. Very little actually goes to any good deeds. Just every now and then it's oh we got to look good for the IRS. Uh give that company a $1000. Um and what's funny is the money is not pouring in anymore. Where it comes from? It comes Oh yeah. It comes from it comes from countries that support the terrorists that we're fighting. Yeah, and that she's I, supposed she to be arguing against. From terrorist, I mean, from states, city states, and uh, countries that supported the Taliban, that supported Bin Laden, while she was Secretary of State, she was taking in these these monies and then bitching about it. Yeah, I, it's like, are you getting really? I, Christ, you so you you signed a fucking deal for the uranium to go to Vladimir Putin. I, that one. And now you're blaming Vladimir Putin for you losing the election after he gave how many millions of dollars? It was like a hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, don't forget the half a million for Bill to give a what twenty minute speech. I'm guessing that had to do with cigar flavorings <laughs> and dry cleaning, but. Remember to get the dress cleaned. Yeah, which means everybody that attended needs a fucking refund because he obviously didn't follow his own goddamn advice. The whole thing's a fucking joke. It's just, it's it's so comical at this point. Well, one of her interviews recently, too, she, oh my God, she did, um, she tried to uh, read about the book 1984. BZ will love this, but she's trying to say Trump is responsible for the outlook and that we need to believe in the government. We need to believe in the media, which all right, I haven't read 1984. I know basically what's it about, and I know it's not about believing the media and the government. The book was on the exact no, opposite no, of what she talks about. Well, honestly, it's the same. That correlation is the same as saying that Okay, well, I'm anti-fa, so I'm fighting against the fas- the, fas- the fascists by using fascist tactics. Because I'm going to, you know, you're you're Nazi, so I'm going to fight against you using Nazi tactics, which you're not using. But I'm going to call you Nazis. I mean, that's the same correlation. It's it's retarded. Well, here it Obviously, is. Um... She doesn't. She probably got the book description off of Wikipedia or some other bullshit. Well, in her I, book... I'm sorry I pick on Wikipedia, but... No, I understand, and I've done the mistake, and I've quoted Wikipedia, and I've got burned by it before, too. It's you know, people editing. Here's, 
here's here's the thing with Wikipedia. Honestly, I mean, here's my thing with it is you can get you can get good reliable information off of it if you fact check it, because all it is it's it's not necessarily a liberal or a conservative or anything else site. It is a peer moderated and a peer generated and contributed to site. That's all it is. So if all the people that contribute to the listing are on one side of the fence, then that's the way it's going to lean. If they're all on the other side, that's the way it's going to lean. And from my experiences with dealing with that website over over 10 years, actually, no, it hasn't been that long, but over however many years I've been dealing with it, is the moderators, the people in charge of it, do attempt as best they can to ensure that any article written is there are facts back up any statements. And if the facts aren't there, they flag it and they just put the warning out, hey, yeah. this isn't entirely this can't be entirely corroborated by fact, which I give them credit for. But but in the end, it's still not it's still not a source that you can cite definitively for um, ascertainable purposes. I mean that's not something you know you know, students that I teach, they say, well, Wikipedia says, yeah, 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 yeah. It might be right. It might not be. If you think it's right, go get it from another source. Yeah. And that's what I tell them. Use it as a starting point. If you want to use it as a starting point, fine. I don't give a shit. But you, whatever quotations you use had better be from an academic source. Wikipedia is non-academic. That's just what it is. Right. And uh, she goes on in her book, she also, which is funny because I don't understand that there wasn't some kind of Aren't books supposed to be um, uh, edited? Not edited, but uh, someone looks over to make sure that, you know, everything looks good. And she goes on, Mm -hmm. attempting to define reality as a core feature of authoritarianism. This is what the Soviets did when they erased political dissidents from the historical photos. Uh, Clinton declared in What Happened. This is what happened in George Orwell's classic novel, 1984, when a torturer holds up four fingers and delivers electric shocks until prisoners see five fingers as order. And then she just, she keeps going over it and she actually gets asked if she really read the book. That's how bad she screwed it up. Because she thinks that it is about, um... Americans should rely on and not question their leaders, the press, and experts. She's got a what so the f- fucked up backwards. It, and the book is about the exact I, I, opposite. The question and, all that. The worst thing is, I haven't even read the fucking book. You can read the back of it. You can read the book jacket and know she's completely. I can go to Wikipedia mind. and know that it's not about this. But I'm bumps. I can go to. I can go to a Snowflake website and know that it's incorrect. It's amazing how far... I mean, this book, she quotes um, studies and all this other stuff that's already been deemed false, fake, and destroyed. She goes on about um, Trump. False, fake, and destroyed. But she talks about Trump had help from uh, Russia and Putin. Which that story is pretty much fell apart. She put so much. I mean, it really should be a work of like science fiction or something put under, not an autobiography. 
you know what? Here's one of the things that I've, I've gotten a kick out of. I, and I know some, um, I want to say, oh, it's, it's on Fox News, so I'm sure this will get some flack from certain people. But I want to say it was Hannity or it was, um, was it Carlson? Is that the other yeah. uh, gentleman? Yes. It was one of them. I want to say it was Hannity. Um, made a statement about, you know, what you don't do is do a tell-all book right after you lose. You wait a few years, and then you do it. And that actually got me thinking about, well, wait a second. You wait till memories the fade. Election, the election, the election, well, that's not even, that's not even, I was going to say, my thing is, <clears throat> the election, it's now, what, uh, it's September. We just began September. She just, re- the, the Ten book months. just got released. Which means that the book had to have been written. It, it needed to be finished into publishers probably at least a month ago. Okay. So let's say even best case scenario, you're talking eight months, nine months from the time election results came in, blah, blah, blah. Let's say nine months. You're going to tell me that in nine months, this woman wrote a tell-all book about what happens – Got it to a publisher, got it reviewed, edited, blah, 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 set up the publishing and everything else in nine months when she has no track record of being any type of best-selling art um, writer or anything else. This book was – honestly, what that tells me is this book was in the works way before the fucking election. Well, also um... – you can hire people. They write the books. You give them some information, and they write everything for you. And that's what I was going to say. Somebody else wrote this. Now, oh, yeah. to quote, and I will give credit where credit is due, um, was it Tommy Moran? I, I'm not, I'm not going to get her name right. Um she was on, I think, uh, Rebel Media for a while. Now she's a Fox okay. Uh, yeah, um, she's a, she's very she's a conservative uh, young female. Um, very cute. Like, Tommy. Her show was like I think her show was called Tommy before it was canceled. Um, but in any case, uh, shit. Now I forgot what I was going. With <laughs> uh, so I'm trying. I'm trying to multitask. I'm working on documents for work tomorrow. Um, yeah, oh, no, 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 to quote her, she wants to know what happened, you happened. Hillary, you happened. There's yeah. your fucking answer. That, that, that quite simply, that is the answer. You happened. What happened? You happened. <laughs> she didn't show up into Wisconsin. She didn't really do Michigan. She really didn't do Pennsylvania. She took the middle, middle of America for um, granted. Uh, she didn't do press interviews. She hid from the press for over six months. She didn't campaign. Um, she went out there and said stupid things like she's going to raise taxes on the middle class and she's going to shut down, uh, the coal business in West Virginia. She's going to put coal miners out of work. She, uh, called half of Americans deplorable. Um, what else? Yeah, Dave, the unpleasant blind guy, says the best. What happened? Clinton was a lousy candidate. That's pretty much it. I mean, she did every, basically they when they go to study her campaign, 
It should be, this is what you don't do in a campaign. And the Democrats are still doing all of it. They're still doing the identity politics, which has lost them election after election over the last several years. It, they're still insulting the constituents. You still have them out there calling us idiots and racists and all that. The phobias and isms for supporting Trump. It, I, I just, oh my God, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, and then Democrats, I've heard, they want Hillary to fade off into nothingness. They want her to be quiet. For number one, she she accused that the Democrats hurt her election. That she had to do all this financing and all this information finding because the Democrats were broke, and which is true. She needed she needed the DNC support to take down Bernie Sanders. That's the funny thing. If, oh yeah! If it hadn't been for the DNC support and their backing, Sanders would have been going up against Trump. Because the only reason that it was even Clinton versus Trump is because of the Democrat Party, who she now is throwing underneath the bus. I mean, that right there just shows you the scale of this individual. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. It actually almost wouldn't surprise me if she does stick to a word and does not run for another office. Okay. That wouldn't surprise me. It also would not surprise me if she does stick to her word and stays involved in politics behind the scenes. That also would not surprise me. I mean, we all know Clinton, uh, Bill Clinton has, well, Hillary's been running everything since he was in office anyway. But well, anyway, that's the other thing. Listen to what she had to say I is, uh, Bill's going to run my economy. I think a lot of it is a setup for for uh, for their daughter. Yeah, I it wouldn't surprise me one bit if that's well, the setup. Yeah, that's if been talked about, and they don't. The she doesn't have the personality to handle it. All right, I hate to cut you off. We got to uh, get going. We're almost out of time. But yeah, her daughter doesn't have the um, personality. Sure. Yeah, I know it went by real quick. <laughs> so uh, I want to. That's what she said. Yeah, exactly. Get in, get out, get done, go home. Um, <sighs> yeah, I agree, Golf Dog. She is mentally ill, and I think there's a lot more medical problems with her. And that's going to be the end of the show. I want to uh, thank everybody. I want to thank our special guest, Crash. Uh, anything you want to say? You got like 20 seconds. Well, have a good night, America. <laughs> All right, everybody. No, come interrupt the show another night. Anytime, bro. Anytime. Um, coming up next is the Sackheads radio show hosted by Sackhead Clint, Sackhead Sean, and BZ. I know I brain farted for a second. I am a blonde. Have a great night, everyone. You've been listening to the Reverb Common Sense with its host, Jersey Joe. You can tune in every day, Monday through Friday. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on hppundit.com and shrmedia.com. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Before you lies a beautiful meadow. In that meadow, Progressive Direct has placed its auto insurance rates alongside those of competitors. 
You select the lowest rate and feel a great sense of calm. A great sense of oh. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates so you can rest easy. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.